know that if you are going through a little bit of turbulence, it means you are gaining elevation, right? So don't beat yourself up for not being quick enough because you are already good enough. You are trying hard. All right. So it's not like you're wasting time and sipping pina coladas on the side, right? Or maybe you're sipping pina coladas on the side. And that's fun too, because you should have fun in the process. But recognize that that is what might be adding time to your photo shoot and then move forward accordingly. Hello, hello. This is your host, Dyutama, and welcome to My Food Lens Podcast, where we talk about everything from food photography, styling to business and mindset. After 15 years as an architect, I switched careers and I'm now a professional food stylist and food photographer based in Singapore. I'm also the founder of the business My Food Lens, where we help clients elevate their brand through drool-worthy photos. My motto is, put your best food forward. Well, here on this podcast, I promise to keep it raw and real and hope you find your answers, action and inspiration as we move through the episodes. Welcome to episode 38. And today I'm talking about a universal struggle in food photography, something that was a struggle for me when I began and something that I so often hear is you know, a struggle for many, many food photographers out there. And that is our struggle with time, our struggle with time management. Are you nodding? Are you saying yes? (laughs) Isn't it a struggle? Oh my God. I still remember, you know, when I started food photography, I was so heavily frustrated. I was just frustrated how long it took to get that one shot, that one shot, that one perfect shot. You know, I was So frustrated that it would take so, so, so long to get that one shot I was happy with. And what would happen is that while I was taking that one shot, sometimes my family would be waiting for that meal. All right. And then they would get frustrated or sometimes the food would start looking tired because it had been sitting there for 20 hours. Well, maybe not 20, but yes, eight hours. You know, sometimes the food would get tired and sometimes I would get tired. And sometimes I had so much to do in a day. That when the photo shoot would take so long, I would just get frustrated with myself and I would just want to give up and I would be like, why am I even doing this? Does any of that sound familiar to you? Because time and again and over the years, I have heard this from so many other food photographers. And, you know, in fact, recently, a food photographer, she reached out to me on Instagram and she shared something with me, which was like deja vu. So she shared with me that she was having a real struggle on her photo shoots. And why? Because of time. So hear this out, all right? So she had two day jobs and photography was her passion. So you can imagine, you know, she's she's full of this energy and she wants to take these beautiful photos. And she said that she had actually used different tools previously in her process. So She had tried creating mood boards. She had tried sketching her concepts, but it really wasn't working for her. And what she would do is she would cook her food and then she would immediately start shooting, of course, taking out the backdrops, props and everything. She would start shooting. But then through the shoot, instead of having the joy of being able to photograph, follow her passion, 
She was constantly thinking, am I doing the right thing? Why is this not working? Am I skipping some steps? Like, how have I gone from just having a vision to executing? Like, am I jumping the gun? So she was doubting whether she had the right approach or not. And so she felt like she was missing something. All right. And instead of thinking of anything else, she thought she was lacking the knowledge, that she was lacking consistency, that she was not giving the tools a good shot. And she was constantly doubting herself because her photo shoots weren't going smoothly, because they weren't going quicker. And she kept thinking that what was flawed was she herself. No. All right. We do not want to be there. That is not why we are food photographers. That is not why we have passions. We do not start our creative experience by doubting ourselves. What we start our creative experience is with joy and energy, right? What we do want to know is that sometimes photo shoots do take long. And that depends on many, many factors. And if we do want to reach our desired outcome and we do want to save time, then what is really, truly important is that we understand what is causing the delay and why is it taking longer than anticipated, right? Just understanding that, you know, that allows us to just see this whole process so objectively. In fact, it allows us to really focus on what's important. It helps us understand where we are in our skills, you know, instead of doubting ourselves and also where we are in our journey. And it allows us to be really, really mindful of not being unnecessarily harsh on ourselves, you know, not being so hard on ourselves that we lose the joy of the creative process. And then it's also a reminder of what we need to work on and where we need to put our attention to. That is why it is very, very important to know What's taking long? Why is it taking more time than anticipated? And what we really need to focus on, is it part of the process or it's really something lacking in us? Now, before we move forward, I want to let you know that I have a free guide. I have a free photo shoot guide, which is exactly on this topic because, hello, this is such a you know universal struggle for us food photographers. I remember when I had started out, I used to ask every single food photographer, how much time do you take? How much time do you take? Because I was constantly questioning myself. So that's why I have created a free photo shoot guide. If you have not downloaded it yet, I'm putting it here in the show notes. Just grab it. It gives you the 10 steps you need to execute a photo shoot so that you can save time. You can streamline your process. You don't have your family waiting for a warm meal. And also you don't doubt yourself or miss any steps. All right. So grab your free guide. And with that, I will move on to tell you that actually... The amount of time that we take on a photo shoot really, really, really varies for everyone. So it's different for each one of us. So it's a bit subjective here, but there are many factors that we must account for. Like, is photography our full-time job, right? Are you only shooting on weekends? Do you have the luxury of a full day, you know, to spend shooting? Do you have kids? Are they climbing on your tripod like my daughter used to? <laughs> All right. Also, who's doing the cooking? Are you cooking? Are you buying the groceries? How far is your shooting studio from the kitchen of your house if you're shooting in your house? There are so many factors that actually impact how much time we take to complete a photo shoot. 
And that's why we have to look at this very, very objectively without blaming ourselves, without being hard on ourselves. All right. So you have to also give yourself grace. All right. So what I want to do today is talk about three big reasons that could be leading to extra photo shoot time, you know, for you. And I want you to understand why that's happening, what's going on with you and for you to become more efficient for you to understand where where the problem is and maybe there's no problem it's just part of the process so my idea is for you to be able to understand exactly why it's happening gauge find a solution if that works and if not understand that it's part of the process all right so let's start so the first question we need to ask ourselves is am i a beginner or am I learning a new skill? All right. Both of those account for time. So let me explain. I remember I saw this beautiful, beautiful shot in a food magazine once. And I knew the photographer. I was connected to her on Instagram. And she was definitely one of you know, my inspirations. And I saw it was this beautiful, elaborate, large composition of beautiful cookies and color. And oh, it was just mind-blowing. And at that time, I was just beginning my food photography career. I think I might have been less than a year or a year into it. And at that time, I used to also spend eight hours shooting one subject. I am not kidding. It used to sometimes take me eight hours to get one shot. And I used to shoot every single day. So anyway, when I saw that magazine shot, I saw the photographer's name. I was like, wow, that's incredible. It must have taken her days to create something like this. And then I just had to reach out and ask her. So I messaged her and I asked her how long it took for her to create that magnificent masterpiece. And you know what she said? She said it took her two hours. I was like, what? Like it would take me more than two hours to just set up my tripod. And she finished that masterpiece of a shot in two hours. Like I literally fell off my chair. I mean, here I was photographing the entire day, like breaking my back. And even after eight hours of shooting, my photos look nothing like hers. They look nothing as good as hers, to be honest. And she could nail something so amazing in one fourth the time. Like imagine how I felt after hearing that. Did I feel good about myself? Did I think that, oh, I'm, you know, I'm doing such a great job? No, it bothered me. I thought I was doing something wrong. And I was like, oh, goodness, I will never be able to do something like that. I will never be able to reach there. And I was just drawn by this black cloud on my head. And I kept thinking that I was missing something, that she knew something that I didn't, which was making her go faster, better, quicker, and wrap up in two hours. And you know what? I realized that was true. I was missing something. I was missing experience. I was missing habit. I was missing practice. Aha! <laughs> That photographer, she had been shooting for seven or eight years. And here I was less than a year in photography and comparing my efficiency to hers. Like that was utterly unfair and utterly unnecessary to start off with. I mean, it was good to gauge where I could be. It was a good benchmark to have, but to compare and then feel bad, it was so unnecessary. Obviously, when they've been shooting for years, they have a rhythm. 
they have a process and they also have more knowledge to be able to anticipate, to be able to troubleshoot, problem solve, and then to just create, you know, masterpieces because they've done it probably many, many times before, right? So I would say that one of the reasons you might not be going as fast as you want to is because you are just beginning your photography journey. It's because you're learning so much about light and composition and handling food. You're probably even cooking food that you're bound to take that much time. It is bound to happen. And you have to know that at that point, when you are creating, you're actually soaking in so much knowledge. You're soaking in so much experience. You're soaking it all in that you have to allow yourself that time. You have to allow yourself to soak in that knowledge so that you are only quicker in the future. So don't rush the process. Don't rush it. The stronger your foundation is, the stronger your skills will be. And even if you're not a beginner, but you're still taking time, it could be because you're learning a new skill. Maybe you're exploring a new style. Maybe you have come across a new application. Maybe you want to create a new mood with light. Maybe you're setting up a new piece of equipment, maybe a new kind of light, maybe a new kind of food. It could be anything. Whenever we are posed with a challenge of trying something new and exploring or learning, we are bound to take more time. So allow yourself that and recognize it. Recognize that that might be the reason that you are taking longer. So do not beat yourself up for it. Don't think that, oh my God, I have worked with chocolate cake for six months now and I'm still taking time. Well, you could just be using a new backdrop a new prop, a new color scheme, a new light, a new camera equipment, a new tethering cable, a new editing application. So please, please, please do not judge your skills at that time. Know that if you are going through a little bit of turbulence, it means you are gaining elevation, right? So don't beat yourself up for not being quick enough because you are already good enough. You are trying hard. All right. So it's not like you're wasting time and sipping pina coladas on the side, right? Or maybe you're sipping pina coladas on the side. And that's fun too, because you should have fun in the process. But recognize that that is what might be adding time to your photo shoot and then move forward accordingly. So the first reason I would say is that you might be taking longer in a photo shoot is if you're a beginner, or even if you're not a beginner, you might be learning a new skill. Or maybe you're just sipping pina coladas on the side. How fun. <laughs> All right. I'm just kidding. All right. With that, we go on to the second reason why you might be taking a little bit more time on your photo shoots. So the second reason is you don't know what you want. This is the one that we need to be careful about. This is the one we need to watch out for. This is the one we need to work on. All right. So let's say your food is in front of you. All right. Maybe it's a chocolate cake. And then you are like, ah, uh, what backdrop should I use? Mm, what light direction should I use? Mm. Then you put in some props. You don't like it. You change it. Then you put your backdrop. You don't like it. You change it. And then you're just playing around with light and just fiddling around. And you're like, let's just try that. And let's just try that and see a few options. And then just see what works, right? So again, that's fine. This is all fine. It's part of playing. It's part of process. We all need a play day and that's all good. But that's more like hit and trial also. 
to explore, to chance upon something. We definitely need some hidden trials. We need some exploring. We need some play days, right? But when you are moving forward with a direction, it is something else. You know, like I always give this example. So when you're driving and you don't know where you want to go, you're bound to take longer and probably the wrong route because you don't know where your destination is. You're just going to see where this leads you, right? But when we mark our destination before we start driving, it allows us to get there and not anywhere else. We also get there in the shortest possible time, taking the best route possible, which is why I say that if you have the liberty of time, then fine. Don't have a destination and just work through the journey, see where it leads you. And creative minds definitely need those kind of breaks. But you need to also have a system and a process if you ultimately want to start saving time, become more efficient, and you want to start working with the vision and be able to achieve that vision, right? So I think that's particularly important if we want to work with clients. Now, every client has a branding style and their own lighting style, their own mood, their own colors, and we have to create for them in their style. Hit and trial doesn't work. We just can't put something and expect it to meet our vision if we don't know exactly how to get to that vision. So if you're just playing around as a hobby and you're continuously only exploring, fine, you are okay to not know where you want to go. But if you're not there, if you want to be able to nail every mood and know how to create lights and you know, want to know how to achieve a certain color palette and how to work with certain foods, well, then we definitely and most definitely need to have a streamlined process. And in a streamlined process, hit and trial does not work. Everything is pre-decided. And especially when you get hired by a client, you actually need to commit to creating that style. And imagine if you're not able to do that. Imagine if you are hired, you're being paid, and then you can't create the style for them. Like, come on, that's not where we want to be, which is why starting with an idea, a vision, a direction, and then having the end result in mind is exactly how we want to be working. And again, if you're wondering how to do that, I have that free guide called the 10-step photo shoot, which will take you through the process. If you haven't downloaded it yet, do download it. I have it in the show notes. It will take you through the steps that you need before the photo shoot, during the photo shoot, and after the photo shoot so that you're not missing any steps, you're saving time, and you're able to get the results that you are looking for. So, that's the process actually that I follow and I have created after many years of scratching my head, falling off the chair, asking 10,000 photographers, doubting myself, feeling frustrated, having angry family members. So, you know, and also going from eight hours to now two hour photo shoots, right? So I have compiled all of that and put it into this free guide and it's all there for you. I hope that it helps you and I'm going to link it again in the show notes. All right. So this is the second reason. The second reason you might be taking longer is because you don't know what you want. You don't know where you're headed. You really don't know what you want to achieve in the end. And the solution to that is to start with the direction to have a process and to have an end vision in mind. Know where you're going and work on it. 
There will be problems along the way. You troubleshoot, you problem solve, but you keep moving towards that. There could be times when you have to switch out your backdrop and your props because they are not meeting your vision. But then that step comes from an informed decision. You know where you want to go and that is why you're taking that decision. It will ultimately only save time and give you the results you want. All right. So acknowledge that, realize that and be more organized and efficient in your process. With that, we come to the third reason that you might be taking a bit longer on your photo shoots. And that third reason is because you might be stuck. <laughs> Does that sound familiar? I feel like I'm raising my hand right now. If you could see me, you'll be like, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Yeah, I'm constantly in that situation. In fact, everybody is, whether you are 10 years into the profession, whether you are 20 years into the profession, where you're just starting out, we are all stuck at some point or the other, because unless it's something straightforward, something that we have done a million times, there are situations that will come up. The contingencies will happen and there will be times that we will be stuck. And we just have to know that when we are stuck, we need to allocate a little extra time to get out and get ourselves unstuck. No matter where we are in our journey, we all hit this roadblock and we all get stuck. The only difference is knowing how to get unstuck and come out of that you know, rough patch. That, of course, comes with experience, practice, maybe sometimes a little bit of hit and trial. But like I said, just recognizing that are you stuck or are you not going anywhere or are you learning something? Like there's a big difference between all of this and all of this is sortable. Once you know that you are stuck, that there is something that's not working, you know that it's not because you're learning something new. It's not because you don't know where you want to be. It just means that you have hit a point where something's not working. And that is where you begin to troubleshoot, all right? That puts you into the problem-solving mode. And you don't have to beat yourself up for not being able to achieve the style, for not being able to meet your vision. Instead, you just have to tell yourself that, okay, something's not working. Let's just find out what it is, all right? And at that moment, you put on your troubleshooting hat, you change gears, and you start moving again. So you're still moving forward, but you're just trying to figure out, you're trying to tweak, you're trying to readjust. You know, sometimes it's something small and just something like maybe switching out a few props, or sometimes it's a little bit more complicated, like the styling of the dish. Sometimes it's, it's the light. Sometimes it's the color palette. You know, you just have to break it down little by little by little and see which part is not gelling. You know, I still remember I was once shooting a cauliflower pizza dough. Now, if you have ever seen a cauliflower pizza dough, you know the color. It's off-white, almost white. It's just pale. It is no color, right? And I wanted to create a dark, moody photo with it. So I used a gray backdrop and my idea was to have the, you know, whitish dough sitting on a gray backdrop, lots of shadows. And I tell you, you know, the moment I took that first shot, I just saw it and I was like, uh-oh, something's not right. And it was just like, oh goodness, something is just not falling in place. Like I tried so hard to change out the props. I changed the light and everything, everything except the backdrop. That's because my heart was set on that 
gray backdrop. And I was like, no, it's perfect for a moody shot. No, I have to use the gray backdrop. Like, I just wanted to use it so badly that I switched out everything except that one thing. And in the end, I realized I just had to give in. <laughs> I just had to do something else because I had done the troubleshooting. I had tried to see which aspect was not working. And then I realized that the only thing I had not switched out was the backdrop. So I was like, gosh, fine. You know, I took out my white tile backdrop and I put it and I took a shot and bingo. It was perfect. It was exactly like my vision. Now, what happened was that the moment I loosened up, the moment I gave in, it clicked. You know, I was so stuck on that gray backdrop that I wasn't able to think logically. I wasn't being able to think fair, you know, that is it really the problem? Because I was thinking that I want to do a moody shot and a gray backdrop will be beautiful or perfect for it. What was missing was that actually, even with that white tile backdrop, I could create a moody shot because light is what creates mood. All right. So I was able to achieve those shadows and I still got a moody shot when I had most of my props and most of my backdrop was almost all white. So yeah, getting stuck is normal, but please keep an open mind troubleshoot everything. Don't be stuck, except for your hero. I think don't be stuck on what could be the problem there, right? Take every little thing one at a time and don't doubt your skills. We all get stuck and no matter how experienced we are, we just have to find our way out to unstuck ourselves. So be calm, be patient, be observant, pick one thing at a time and question it. And at this point, you might have to do a little bit of hit and trial. And I give you permission for that because I do it all the time. <laughs> you might also need to sip a little bit of pina colada because that opens up some creative thoughts. All right. So test out what the real problem is. Switch out your props, backdrops, light, garnish, styling, whatever it is, one by one by one. Test it, test it, test it. And know that you are taking extra time only because you have hit a stuck point. All right. It's very, very normal. If you have to gauge the time for a photo shoot, I would suggest always factor in a little bit of I am stuck time into your photo shoot. You know, even if you're on a commercial set, please be prepared to have a little bit of a 30 minutes or something allocated for contingency. Because what if something's not working and you have a very chock-a-block schedule and you have overcommitted and you're, oh, yeah, I can totally nail this in two hours. And then you're like, uh-oh, it's already been three hours or three and a half hours and it's still not working. So always give yourself that little bit of grace time, a little bit allocated for contingencies and, you know, factor that in because it's all fair. It's all part of the game. We are all in it. So recognize it, understand it, deal with it patiently. And the longer you've been a photographer, the easier you will be able to come out of that situation. You know, just like the more you cook, the better you get at it, the more understanding you have of technique and the more easily you can salvage a dish. So I would say same in photography. All right. So like I mentioned, there could be several reasons why you are taking longer. You could either be a beginner. You could be learning a new skill. You could not know where you are heading or the third one that you are stuck and you're troubleshooting. So it's very important that you understand these reasons. And my purpose here today 
was to familiarize you with these three common situations that might come up for you during a photo shoot. And instead of doubting yourself or questioning yourself, whether you have it in you or you don't have it, whether you'll ever be able to make it, whether you will ever be in a magazine shot or not, just like I did, do not do that. Do not do that. There is always a way out for each of these situations. And Sometimes it takes time, sometimes it takes experience, and sometimes it just takes a little bit of recognition and acknowledgement. So if you can recognize the root cause, it'll help you deal with it better and you will not end up like me doubting my skills, thinking I was taking eight hours for something that should have taken two, right? And if you have a little extra time, I would say slip in those pina coladas on the side because no matter what, You should never stop having fun. You should never stop playing around. And you must always keep the fun in the process. If you have the liberty of that extra time, take it because God knows photography brings so much joy to us. All right. So I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope that it helps you streamline your process to understand yourself as a photographer and where you lie in your creative experience, in your creative journey, what is lacking, what needs your attention. That was my purpose today. If you have any questions, please send them to me. If you haven't already downloaded the free guide, please do that. It's on the show notes. If you have any trouble downloading it, send me an email on hello at myfoodlens.com or send me a DM on dutama underscore myfoodlens on Instagram and I will be happy to assist you. All right, with that, I will see you next time with another episode. Bye-bye.